Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Maller here. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full lineup of Michelin tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you. One of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. Now, rather than do a full rant about a regular season baseball game, most of the people that would hear this rant are not able to hear the show right now in L.A. We're covered up by post-game Dodger programming. So I'm not going I'm going to save you from that because you don't want to hear about that, right? You don't care about that. That's my personal joy. And I know, judging by the reaction I get, you don't care about my personal joy. So I will not wax poetically about a four-run rally to open up a five-and-a-half game lead in a division. I will not do that. I will save that rant. We'll do it later. So we will just hold off on that. And uh, I I am not a Knicks guy. I know uh, Jason Smith was in these parts earlier on Fox Sports Radio and was ranting hysterically. Uh, ranting and raving about Tim Hardaway Jr. Relax. Who apparently uh, is very valuable to the Knicks, and they they gave him uh, $71 million. Good for him. He's won the New York 
Lottery gets to go back to New York from the Atlanta Hawks and the shooting guard that plays no defense. And I, I was trying to remember what was said in that manifesto that was sent out by Phil Jackson's guy when the Zen master left defending every player that he got rid of. And I believe Hardaway was in there, and Hardaway was trashed. And that was ghost-written by someone other than Phil, but it came from from Phil Jackson. So there's a great value in 6-6 shooting guards who have a breakout season when they average less than 15 points a game. That's a very valuable commodity in the NBA. But there is other stuff uh, that caught my attention. How about the story out of Dallas? The Mavericks have agreed to a two-year extension with Dirk Nowitzki. He's going to stick around at least for one more year. It's a a year-and-a-year option. $10 million. So $10 million for Dirk to stay in Dallas. Nowitzki has said in the past that he wants to play a couple more years in the NBA. And so this is likely it in the last two years. Of his contract, he will be in his 20th season for the Mavericks this upcoming NBA season when we get done with all these baseball games and and football starts and all that. Uh, So he'll be there, and that will tie him with Kobe Bryant for the longest run in NBA history for playing for only one team, which that'll get you a cup of coffee and a cookie, possibly. I don't know if you can get the cookie, but you get a cup of coffee with that. And in Dallas basketball, in that world, Dirk Nowitzki we know is worshipped. And he's worshipped because he's been there a long time. People know who he is, and they won a championship. They, he was the key player on a team that beat the big, bad LeBron James-led Miami Heatles back in the day. So the question is this. This is obviously way below what the going rate is for anybody in the NBA. If Tim Hardaway, is, I know he's 15 years younger, but he's getting – uh, $71 million, and Dirk Davinsky's getting $10 million or $5 million a year for two years. And we're very concerned about the finances and the 401K of the athletes that we follow, yes? I mean, I spent a lot of time worrying about whether or not they're going to be able to pay their mortgage for their third house and if they can afford the, the private air travel. It's, these, are, these are issues. All right, so what do you make of what is – Obviously, a very team-friendly contract. So I had two opposite reactions here when I when I heard about the Nowitzki news. The first one was reasonable, and the other one I had was foolish. <laughs> so these are like two opposite reactions. These are two opposite. You know, you can't be you, if you're reasonable, you're often not foolish. But I'll tell you why I came up with that. A, you got to consider the limitations. Dirk Nowitzki, he is no longer the centerpiece on a good team in the NBA. The Mavericks have eroded. The roster sucks. Garbage in, garbage out. Now, Dirk Nowitzki, in small doses, proved to be a pretty effective player last season on a sorrowful Dallas team. Not that many people, even in the greater Dallas area, were going out of their way to watch Mavericks basketball because why would you? So it is reasonable to take a lower contract and continue to play 25 minutes a game, stay with the Mavericks, he's 39 years old, and in reality, $5 million per year, while by NBA standards, that is chump change, real world, not chump change. But it does qualify as that dreaded hometown discount. 
And it, it, it also, I had this other reaction too. This is a slap in the face at Kobe Bryant. Right? Because Kobe Bryant, not only was he a basketball player, he sucked every dollar out of the Lakers the final two years in Los Angeles, and he made sure he stuck around to get every penny. Not a dime back. Not a dime back. And, and Los Angeles paid a washed-up, broken bag of bones, $48 million as a novelty act, a basketball freak show as Kobe went around and got goodies and they sold ridiculously priced merchandise with Kobe's picture on it, and people, the lemmings, just bought him up. And so the Lakers probably came out ahead in that, even though they paid him all that money. But but you look at this contract, Nowitzki's taking 21% in yearly salary compared to what the Black Mamba got his final two years in L.A. You're talking about the difference between $24 million a year and $5 million a year. So, in reality, the, the big German is mocking Kobe Bryant. He also gets the social media applause. When you take what is perceived to be less money, you know how this works, right? You take less money and you everyone just applauds you. Oh, what a what a great move. What a boy, he really cares about the team. It's pandering. It's pandering to the team first crowd. They love it. Of course, at your job, would you take less? Especially in a case like this where the team's not not doing poorly financially. So he's being called a team guy and a role model for all future veterans. Those are all things that are being said about Dirk Nowitzki. They're throwing it all around. Now, the second part of this, while I did say, and I do believe this, it is reasonable, considering that Dirk Nowitzki is a backup-type player at the end of his career, is a reasonable contract, certainly from the team perspective. But then you got to go the other direction. It is also foolish at the same time. You never leave money on the table. If I'm going to sit here and rip Kevin Durant for taking less money from the Warriors, then I also have to rip Dirk Nowitzki just the same. This is not a charity situation. Mark Cuban, thanks to selling a business at the perfect time, right, that audio website sold to Yahoo, made all his money, and he's made more money, money makes money, Mark Cuban's worth $3.4 billion. The Mavericks franchise, in the last 15 years, the Mavericks were valued in 2003, they were valued at $300 million. It's a good amount of money, $300 million. You know how much the Mavericks are worth right now? According to the Forbes estimate, the Dallas Mavericks basketball club is worth $1.4 billion. Damn! Now, who's been the meal ticket for much of that? Dirk Nowitzki. Now, he's the one that's been there through that and helped the Mavericks have their success. They, they stink now. So we're talking about a business that is the polar opposite of hemorrhaging cash. Now, there should be no salary cap. I don't need to give you that rant. I, I give the rant like every other week. I give a rant how there should be no salary cap. It's draconian. It's stupid. It's dumb. It's socialism in sports. But... It continues. Everyone else seems to like it other than me. I'm the only one yelling this. Now, the last point. While Kobe Bryant took advantage of the Lakers' generosity, it's like, these guys are that stupid. They're going to give me this contract. I'm going to take it. Mark Cuban, on the other hand, really played Dirk Nowitzki. Knowing that Dirk did not want to go to another city, 
He didn't want to play for another team outside of the Mavericks. So Cuban had all the leverage in this. And it's, it's you can say it's a nice compromise, but this is not a compromise. A compromise would have been like half of the Kobe contract. That would have been a compromise. You get 21% on the yearly salary of Kobe's golden parachute. And it's not like Dallas has any other marketable players. There's no one you've ever heard of on the Mavericks. And so this is all pocket change, and Nowitzki, he's hinted at the fact that he does not want to have one of those nauseating, repulsive Kobe Bryant-like farewell tours, which is nice. It's noble if that's actually true. I would think, though, don't, don't you think that Mark Cuban, this is about my position, Mark Cuban's going to want that. He's going to want the sappy cornball retirement tour because it makes money. It's a great revenue generator. The Mavericks stink. They're going to stink again next year. And so they could steal the business model from the Lakers and all the lemming Laker fans that paid 40 bucks for T-shirts and 50 bucks for caps and all that. And they could do the same thing. Maybe the Mavericks don't sell as many. They could also choreograph that final game. They could call the NBA up and say, when Dirk plays his final game, we want to play the Utah Jazz. And we'd like him to score like one more point than Kobe scored in his rigged game, uh, that rigged deal against the Jazz. And then at the end of it, we could have the balloons, the cake, and the confetti. That's called the Kobe package is what it is when you play your final game. All right, it's Ben Maller's show on Fox, and we bring in Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie. Hey, congratulations on your Clippers on uh, signing some guy that uh, I've never heard of. No, no, this guy is a EuroLeague sensation, and that's an act of disrespect. The EuroLeague is the best league in the world. Milos Tadosic is his name, and basketball is his game. (laughs) Never heard of This guy's going to lie. Who did he play for last year? He played in Russia. He's, oh, he's Russia. I did a scouting report. I care, Eddie, about my job. I did my scouting report. I did my due diligence. I know everything about this guy. He's Ricky Rubio with a jump shot is what he is. He is going to – no one's going to even remember Chris Paul played for the Clippers when this guy gets out there on the court. Milos <laughs> Tadosic, the great savior of the Euro League, a former – I'm going to play hockey with a hockey fan. This guy was the Euro <laughs> League MVP, Eddie. He's one of wow. the great assist men of all time. Six years ago, he was the EuroLeague MVP. Yeah. Maybe but, the Clippers should move to the EuroLeague. No, no, no. They're a playoff team. This has uh-huh. to. This reaffirms my bet. <laughs> this reaffirms my position. Yeah. Me and Milos, Milos Tadosic is going to light up the NBA. And I'm saying his name as much as I can because I spent about 30 minutes learning his name. So Milos Tadosic, I love this guy. Well, Great. what's not to love? I mean, come on. Full Maller monologue coming up. Uh, star. Full Maller monologue on that. We'd like to alert all He's our He's the affiliates. best Russian player since? Uh, since uh, Arvidas Sabonis. Ooh. Is that a good one? Uh, I was going for Andre Karolinko, maybe. But, Andre, uh, yeah. Andre Karolinko, the thing we all remember about him is yeah, that he had the, the hall pass. Yeah. yeah. I mean, every guy wants the hall pass, and he had the hall pass. He had the hall pass. Also, uh, I don't know if you're going to mention it, but uh, yeah. Vince Carter uh, signs. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Twenty years next year will be his twentieth well, season. Sign a twenty-year contract in the NBA. He, well, he's barely in the NBA. He's gonna play in Sacramento, which is it's kind of like you're kind yeah, of. It's, it's like playing better for, than the Russian league. It's like playing for Tampa Bay and Bill Clinton baseball. was president when he came into the league. Yeah. Well, didn't Vince Carter and Dirk Nowitzki start in the same draft? Weren't they? I think they were drafted the same year. I believe. 
So I do not know that. How many tickets are the Kings going to sell? They've got Zach Randolph and Vince Carter. That's Those are the two new pickups for the Sacramento Kings. Not, not, not many. Well, I mean, you know, I've been to Sacramento. I have some friends there. I've been there, too. It's, it's a uh, nice city. It's yeah. nice and you know, not much to do, so they probably sell some tickets. Regardless, well, Phil, remember Phil Jackson twenty years ago had the he did the kel, uh, the cowbell. Yes, to, that was a uh, for for a short time. That was a very legitimate little rivalry they going. Yeah, on and the Kings would have gotten the NBA Finals if the NBA officials had not made sure the Lakers got to the finals that year. The Tim Donahue special in the Western Finals. No, it's not wrong. It's accurate. Go back and look at the tape. Not wrong. It's accurate. It's an accurate statement of of record. I gotta have more cowbells. It's a dark day in NBA history. It's an accurate statement. I wish I could spend my whole time talking about how great Fernando Rodney is. And as oh. long as he plays for teams other than the teams I like, I love Fernando Rodney because you know when Fernando Rodney is in the other bullpen, you got a chance. You got a shot. The game's never over when Fernando Rodney is the other team's closer. It's not. I would advise the Diamondbacks. Oh, seriously, as a an enemy combatant, I would advise the Diamondbacks to trade for a, a relief pitcher and release Fernando Rodney. That would be my advice. If this guy's on your team, you are you are not a legitimate threat. You are not a legitimate threat. And I don't care, oh, he's pitched okay, the, number, the numbers are misleading. You know, you hear all that. You say, well, no, he hasn't pitched that well. His ERA is like almost six this year. Garbage is what it is. Garbage. Garbage. What's he got? Does he still have the plantain? Is he still doing that thing? He's got the five. Does he have five blown saves now? Is that? I think he's got five blown saves. Maybe this was number six. I don't have the numbers not, in front of I'm me. I'm not keeping track yeah. of Fernando Rodney's blown saves. Why not? Sorry. What's wrong with you? This is very important. All right, we'll take your phone calls. You know the number. We'd love to have you. We'll get into a newbie night, too. Maybe we'll, next week we'll do a newbie night. And should I invite Lenny Dykstra in? We have some like a list of people that want to come in and hang out with. I don't know whether to contact these people and get them to come in, but. Next week would be the perfect week to do that. It's the All Star break oh, in baseball. Break, yeah. Plenty of time. We have a blank canvas of talk radio, and so we could do an hour talking about Lenny Dykstra doing drugs, and then an hour of him gambling, and then an hour of you know the uh, sex and all that. Perfect. That's three hours of radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at two a.m. Eastern, eleven p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. All right, it's Ben Maller's show on Fox. Let's go to Jeff in Chandler, Arizona, who's on Fox Sports Radio. Hello, Jeff. Ben and crew, I love you guys. Now, look, I'm going to give you each a big kiss on the cheek. Ben, this is a non-gay kiss on the cheek. Danny. Pucker up, pucker up, Eddie. Eddie. You gonna kiss him back? Hey. That was a little peck. You gonna kiss him back? You know, you're not gonna kiss him back. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want no kiss well, back. Why don't we? Why don't we cuddle now? Now that we've kissed, we gotta cuddle. Uh, I will cuddle. I will cuddle. He's a cuddler, Eddie. The guy likes yeah. to cuddle. Yeah. Oh no! It's hard to find. Oh, no, no, no! It's What's hard. wrong with cuddling, dude? <laughs> Nothing. I. I want to have what you're having. That's what I want. I want a little bit of what all you're right, having. All right. You want me to blow into the phone? <laughs> no, no, you've heard, oh, you've heard the show before. Okay, you've heard the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what what liquor store did you rob tonight? What uh, what you doing? Ah, uh, well, there's a lot of liquor. All right, here we go. So it's <laughs> well, uh, see, you're the good kind of drunk though, because uh, seriously, because uh, like uh, there's there's two kinds. There's the angry drunk, which we don't like, 
The, that's Mark, the full name guy. He was the angry drunk. He'd call up and rant and rave. You handle yourself, Ben Mallard. Threaten to kill me. You're the kind of guy that just wants to make out with me. I like that. That's fine. I'm okay. I'm I don't want to make out. Well, you just started. You kissed me on the radio. You just kissed me. I'm a man. I'm married. On the cheek. Only your Johnson. I don't know if it was on the cheek or not. I don't know what's going on. I got an intimacy kit for $27. That's really? A, that's yes. A, that's a lot of flirtation, sir. It's a lot of flirtation. What kind of whiskey are you drinking tonight? Uh, it is uh, Jim Beam. Jim <laughs> Look Beam. At you. Jim Beam. <laughs> Jim Beam. <laughs> you, don't, right? you, don't, mean, you don't hear this during the day. No, no, no. You don't hear this kind of radio during the day. This is a nighttime radio. No. Yes. I uh, agree. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. I'm talking. When did you start yep. drinking? You don't even remember when you, you haven't stopped drinking, so you don't know when you started to drink, right? No. You want to know? All right. Here we go. <laughs> uh, so I took my son to the uh, oh, psychologist oh, oh, at 630, yeah. and uh, he, he <laughs> oh, boy. you know, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm not going to talk about him dying. All right. Here we go. All right. Go ahead. Well, we're no, 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 don't. We're having fun with you here. It was a sad story. No, right? I agree. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. I agree. All right, so you've been drinking a while. All right, Fernando Rodney. <laughs> yes. Oh! Oh! That's actually how he said. God, I want you to die. I don't know. We want to die. I, I like that he's pitching for the Diamondbacks. I hope he stays healthy <laughs> and they keep him in the bullpen. I, I like that. As a Dodger apologist, I'm very happy. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> he's, turning, he's, turning, he's turning into a Chewbacca ripoff or something like that. I, I, I got yeah. Jeff. I got to go. Thank you, Jeff. Though we, we love you, Jeff, and uh, please don't drive anywhere. Do not leave your house. Can't remember the last time I was kissed by a man. I uh, man, homosexual. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. Let's get to it. Here we go. Let's go. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. And we bring in the purveyor of podcasting, the Coupe de Loop. Yesterday you mentioned that the Celtics are unable to afford Gordon Hayward and might have to get rid of up to three players to accommodate him. It's being reported now that three players the Celtics are looking to move are Jay Crowder, Marcus Smart, and Avery Bradley, all guys who played a huge part in the Celtics' run to the Eastern Conference Finals. Ben, if those guys end up gone, do you think that the team is still a lock to meet the Cavs in the East? Yes, uh, absolutely. I, I am riding shotgun with the Celtics in the Eastern Conference. I'll tell you why. A, Boston is going to have to – they're going to have to deal one of them. They're not going to get rid of all three. The rumor right now, the the scuttlebutt is Jay Crowder is going to be one of the players that goes to the Utah Jazz in a sign-and-trade deal. But you look at the core of the Celtics, the big three, which is Isaiah Thomas, Al Horford, and Gordon Hayward. While it certainly isn't the best in basketball, if you look at the Eastern Conference – it's pretty good. Uh, and outside of Cleveland, there's no one that has three players on their roster that are as effective on a regular basis as Hayward, Horford, and Thomas. Again, outside of Cleveland, and that's the meat and potatoes of the team. The Celtics will have enough grinders and rim protectors, the players to do the dirty work around those guys to fill out the roster. And beat more importantly, nobody 
in the Eastern Conference has gotten progressively better. Milwaukee and Washington are still a good distance behind where the Celtics are. The Heat have gotten a little better with Kelly Olynyk, but they still have some holes, and you can go down the list of teams in the East. So by default, even though the Celtics have added a, an all-star, by default, because the other teams haven't gotten better, the Celtics are at least as good as they were last year. I say they're better. They'll, they're going to be in the Eastern Conference Finals outside of horrific bodily injury. Next! Ben, this year the NFL made a huge deal with Amazon for rights to uh, streaming games this season. Last year it was on Twitter. This year it is on Amazon. Now, Robert Kraft said that the future of the NFL is over-the-top streaming. Ben, how far away do you think we are from the NFL no longer being tied to TV channels? Well, I wish it would happen tomorrow. It's not going to happen tomorrow. We're still likely a whole generation away. I'm going to go a generation away from this. The clock is ticking on the old-school business model for the professional sports leagues, in this case the NFL. And if I'm the NFL, I am concerned. I'm the NBA. I'm concerned about this. And the reason why I'm concerned, number one, right now the NFL is on top of the food chain in terms of muscle with the television dollars that they can generate, but they're not guaranteed to dominate if you go to an a la carte format, which is what's been talked about, and really what you're talking about streaming, you're talking about picking and choosing what you want. Well, you cannot do that if you have what used to be Time Warner Cable is now Charter uh, or, or these other cable companies, which there's a million of them. I, anyway, uh, you look at this right now. We're sports people. Right? You're going to watch. I'm going to watch. I'll pay for the NFL on television. But there are more non-sports people. The sports people. So, like, I understand the Super Bowl is a cultural phenomenon. A week four matchup between the Cleveland Browns and Jacksonville is not something that you're going to pay for. And number two, the, the the issue here is the generations. When the baby boomers and those that are close to the baby boomer status, they're the ones that are still propping up the TV business. So I would say within the next 10 years, likely 2025, right around there, the NFL and the other sports leagues are going to have to go all in and see what we can do with this streaming. Remember, the great Steve Ballmer, the Microsoft executive of the past, the Clippers owner, last year he wanted to leave television. He wanted the Clippers to be the first professional sports team to not have a television deal and to stream all of their games on the Internet and he was going to start this big channel and have this big production, have a big budget. And the NBA, the powers that be, the power brokers in New York said, no, you can't do it. And so they they said, not yet. So we're still a few years away from that. Next! The great Jim Mora declined Peyton Manning's invitation to come to his statue unveiling slash jersey retirement ceremony. Apparently he's still uh, bitter about the way things ended with the Colts. Now, I know that you hate statues and ceremonies and stuff like that. That's accurate. But would you decline an invitation to a Blake Griffin statue ceremony, assuming that he's ever healthy enough to earn one? Well, I I want to start by saying, you think Jim Mora will come here to Fox Sports? I worked with Jim Mora when he worked here. Playoffs? I love the guy. Jim Mora, I've worked with a lot of former athletes and coaches, and many of them I found very boring, uh, and they sucked. Uh, This guy, Mora, was great. Uh, One of my favorite people 
I don't think he'll come back here either. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I'm going to go. Here's how I answer this. Blake Griffin is going to get the full worship package. All of the goodies that you give out, right? All the things I despise, the number retirement, the statue. But no, I will not be attending at that new showcase arena in in the hood, in Inglewood, when they open that up years from now and the Clippers move there. I will not be going to that. Uh, And I'll tell you why. First of all, I don't do the hero worship thing. I don't do that. I appreciate the hammer dunks, the outside shot that Blake Griffin's developed now. And I like these other athletes as well. But I don't hold any of these people in such high regard that I'm going to bow down and kiss the ring. That's not what I'm going to do. I, I have no interest in that. And secondly, here's my problem. Athletes should not be getting statues. It's one of the dumbest things that we do these days. And I, I know why we do it, because, hey, it's good marketing, and you can take photos and post them on Instagram in front of the statue and Facebook. I understand why it happens, but it's stupid. I'm able to appreciate sports without making the normal people that are in sports the coaches the players godlike i can do they're not gods they're not deities now if you're different that's fine that's your, your approach to this i look at it that way there it is mallard of the third degree how did we do Ben, you failed this edition. That's a winner! That's a winner! Thank you very much. That is a winner. Oh, no! We suck again! Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. We are at the point now where we have been downgraded to secondary transactions in the NBA. For example, the news which stunned many purveyors of NBA dirt, Tim Hardaway Jr., the Atlanta Hawks shooting guard, who averaged less than 15 points a game. He's got a new job, a new employer. Well, maybe. Uh, He has signed an offer sheet for $71 million with the New York Knickerbockers, a team he used to play for, a team that got rid of him when Phil Jackson was there because thought he wasn't all that good. He wasn't a complete player. Well, now Tim Hardaway has found a home again in the Big Apple. The Atlanta Hawks will have a chance to match. It is highly unlikely that that is going to happen. So he's going there. Somebody named James Johnson is going back to the Miami Heat. He gets $60 million. So those are a couple of moves. Uh, Two other transactions that caught my attention. Rudy Gay agreeing to a two-year contract for $17 million plus to take his talents to the Alamo. He'll play for the Spurs. And the great Milos Tadosic, now a Clipper. Who? Milos Tadosic. Never heard of him. Now, he's agreed to a two-year, $12 million contract to share the point guard duties. All right, so let's talk about this. Now, the question here. Between those two, and I don't want to deal with Tim Hardaway Jr. and James Johnson, nor Josh McRoberts, who was traded to Dallas. I don't want to talk about those guys. I'm going to talk about Rudy Gay, he's going to San Antonio, and Milos Tadosic, who's going to the Clippers. The question is, who is going to have a bigger impact with their respective teams this upcoming season? you going to go with Rudy Gay in San Antonio, or are you going to go with Tadosic? With the Clippers, who's going to have 
the bigger impact? The answer here is Milos. That's the answer. Now, first of all, the, the Clippers have to replace Chris Paul, right? He was an aging point guard. He was a fragile point guard. They made a smart trade getting rid of him. They got the prime years out of Chris Paul, and in a stroke of pure basketball genius, Jerry West unloaded an aging player for seven different players. A brilliant (laughs) transaction. So there's going to be opportunity for Milos to Dosich to play with the Clippers. Now, I'm not going to lie here. I'd never heard of the Serbian point guard before. this, This was foreign to me. Shocking. Shockingly so. So after Racist. after I did some grueling keyboard research, and I did a lot of a lot of sitting on my ass watching videos, I am now convinced that this is a brilliant addition, brilliant addition. Uh, and some fun facts I discovered from YouTube video research: several YouTube highlight videos of this guy from his play in the Euro League. So I've got some fun facts. I discovered uh, this guy uh, to dosage was the best passer in the Euro League. He's a three-time Euro League first team selection, was a Euro League MVP, top player in the whole league. Those that watch that competition claim that he is fearless going to the basket. And I, I, I watched one clip on YouTube of the Olympics in Rio and this guy Milos tore apart Team USA with all those NBA stars that were on that Team USA in Rio, uh, and he sliced them up. So he looked to me like Ricky Rubio's passing, but he could shoot. So if that's accurate, that's not a bad player. That's a pretty good player. And the, the numbers were solid. He shot 42% from three-point range in the Euro League, and he was – undrafted in the NBA, and I thought, well, that's a red flag. This guy wasn't even drafted in the NBA. It turns out, though, the reason he was not drafted is because NBA teams never expected that he would ever play in America. Well, it turns out that Tadosic is going to play in America. He played with his Patrick Beverly, who's the all-defensive first-team guard, is now with the Clippers. Beverly and Tadosic played together in the EuroLeague like a decade ago, and so he'll, he'll be a Clipper now. And they, they say he might be the best passer in the world. And and that's Patrick Beverly said he could be the best passer in the NBA right now. So it's a good addition. He's not past his prime. He's 30, so he's in the middle of his prime. So I'll give him two more years, and then he'll be past his expiration date as a point guard. But based on the highlight reel that I saw, he's a better passer than Chris Paul. Like He's going to be able to set up Blake Griffin – and DeAndre Jordan, you got to think this is going to be when he's, he's going to play 40 minutes a game. He's going to split time at point guard. But when he's out there, this is like Lob City 2.0 with this guy. Highlight. People are going to love this guy. All right. Anyway. All right. So now the other part of it is Rudy Gay. Now, Rudy Gay is also 30 years old. He's been around the NBA forever. And he now joins the San Antonio Spurs. The problem is this. Rudy Gay is nothing spectacular. He's a good NBA player, but he's not great in any area. There's nothing that stands out. He's been a basketball nomad. He's about to play for his fourth team over the past decade in the NBA, and he actually leaves money on the table. He had an option to stay with Sacramento 
that would have paid him over $14 million, and instead he leaves all that money behind and takes less money. In fact, he's going to make uh, – if he, if he plays the two years of this contract with the Spurs, he'll end up losing almost $3 million. So financially, this is a debacle, leaving that kind of money behind. And, and while the Spurs are certainly one of the top teams in the West, not named Golden State, which is on a different island, uh, the, the skepticism belongs here because Rudy Gay is rehabbing from an Achilles injury and might not be able to start at the beginning of the NBA season. Now, he should be able to get some minutes in the Spurs rotation, but how much impact is he going to really have playing in San Antonio. Not much. This point guard, Milos Tadosic, there's a guy that can have some impact because there's a clear need. He's a pass-first guard who has the ability to shoot, where Rudy Gay, yeah, he'll score some points for you, but how else is he going to help the San Antonio Spurs? Now, the, the parting shot on this, Jerry West has loaded up this particular roster, and and I was I was concerned they were going to blow the whole thing up. You know, voices of doom, the grim reapers like Eddie Garcia were like, oh, they should blow the whole thing up. Jerry West didn't do that. Like a magician, he was able to improve the roster depth, keep the headline star in Blake Griffin, add bench players that will contribute, and add another star player in Danilo Gallinari. And they're, they're a better overall team now than they were at the end of last season. Now they're going to win the championship. No one's going to win the championship other than Golden State, but they're going to be in the playoffs. I'll take that. I'm happy with that. And they're building up towards something which is good as well. All right, Ben Mather, Sean Fox. Now, meanwhile, I got to rip a certain basketball team in Memphis, Tennessee. It was a minor trend. It was a minor move. It was a minor announcement. But did you see what the Memphis Grizzlies are doing? The Memphis Grizzlies have announced that they are going to retire Zach Randolph's number. Zach Randolph signed with Sacramento. He's going to join Vince Carter. He's 36 years old. He's long in the tooth. And he's not going to make much of a difference. The Kings are going nowhere. It's a rudderless ship. But the eyebrow-raising announcement came down that Memphis had announced they're going to retire Zebo's number 50 jersey. Chris Wallace, who I'm told is the GM in Memphis, put out this heartfelt open letter to Zach Randolph making this bold declaration. It's just insanity. Now, does Zach Randolph deserve to have his number retired? Uh, By my rating system, no. This is, at best, it's a stretch. It's a marketing gimmick. All of these things are marketing gimmicks, as we've talked about. It's it's certainly a stretch to say that Zach Randolph qualifies for a number retirement ceremony. My position has been against these sappy, sentimental ceremonies. I like what the NFL does. If you want to have these type of events, the NFL's got their ring of honor, which is which is a compromise. Uh, it's a way to show respect. If you want to do that for players that have performed for you, the name is more valuable than the number. Person's name should mean more to them than their their jersey number. So if if I'm going to sit here and rant, I've ranted about Derek Jeter and Kobe Bryant and all these other athletes, big poppy David Ortiz, about how much I despise these retirement tours and jersey retirements, then you certainly can't say that Zach Randolph 
should be in that category. He was a solid player, and he still is an effective player. But on some nights, yeah, he could score some points. He put up good offensive numbers. A grinder, he'd get a lot of rebounds. But not, not some transcendent player. Memphis is going to pull a muscle stretching to make this kind of announcement that they're they're going to retire his number. And it's obviously a marketing gimmick because they're, they're trying to celebrate the history of the franchise. I am surprised that the Grizzlies, they didn't toss a statue in. They only said, I didn't see statue, I said num- I saw number. Why not just do the statue, do the, the full package, the full Monty, as they say. But Jack Randolph's going to add, add to that list of players that get their number retired. I, I, this, this actually helps me. I will bring in Eddie here, but I have more respect for a team like the Clippers. The Clippers could have retired players' numbers. They haven't done that. Uh, Lloyd Vaught was a better player than Zach Randolph. They could have retired his number. Who? And... <laughs> Lloyd Vaught. Yeah. Lloyd Vaught. Pooh Richardson, longtime Clipper. Why didn't they retire his number? Elton Brand. Elton Brand. Uh, the, the very good play. Made the playoffs with Elton Brand. Uh, Darius Miles. Darius Miles. Dominique Wilkins was a Clipper Quentin for like Richardson. half a season. Yeah, he did the whole thing where he tapped his head like this when he made a three-pointer and went like this. Corey Maggette, reti- retire all of them. They should. Well, if you're going to retire Zach Randolph's number, you got to retire these other numbers too. Well, that's Memphis that's doing that. Anyway. They don't, have they ever retired a number? I can't imagine they the have. The Grizzlies? Yeah. That's a good question. I, I don't know. I, I, I can't think that they have. Maybe somebody died or something. They retired. Their, sometimes <laughs> that happens. Right? They, they Maybe do. They, or they, 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 are the really lame thing where they'll, they'll retire, like, the number six for the fans. You know, like the oh, sixth oh, man yeah, and all that stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, they'll do that. Yeah, that's kind of he cool. will be the first yeah. Memphis Grizzly. Yeah. Uh, well, that's the answer to a Who Am I game. Ten years from now, we can do the Who Am I game. Are they going to retire any more numbers? Mike, Mike Conley, is his number going to be retired by the? Marcus All one day, maybe. Could be. It's a legend. Conley's more deserving than. Zach Randolph. What about Pau Gasol? Are they gonna retire his number when he's done playing? Bring back Pau Gasol. You know him. Him winning championships for the Lakers after you know that's probably. You don't think that's on the agenda? Yeah. Yeah. Now, Coop, I, I saw you rolling your eyes uh, in... during your monologue. <laughs> yeah. I, why would you? What did I say that was incorrect? <laughs> that this guy's a what did probably you say that a, was correct? yeah exactly that this guy's a better passer than Chris Paul get out of here well, you, so you haven't ridiculous. seen you have not hold on a sec you have not seen what I've seen your eyes have not been opened here I would you like were you were impressed to go by on. what he did in some third rate league right that's the, come on the now. Euro League You're, is not a third, a third rate, rate league, league. Yeah, it's it not is. a third rate yes it league. is. You're just a big, fat American, and you don't appreciate global basketball. I'm an international man, Eddie. I'm a renaissance man. You're full of I appre- crap is what I you are. I appreciate global basketball. I know there's a whole big world out there outside of America, and they know how to ball. They know how to ball, and this guy, Milos Tadosic, is a baller. Now, Coop, That's not I, what Woj said. Yes, he did. What are you talking about? He, he said, said he was past he, his prime and he plays no defense. He said That's, that was his yeah, commentary on that this. That was guy. not his commentary. That, I can play that, the play the audio was, for you if you like. I don't know if we should do that or you not. Wanna, let's give Patrick Beverly who are you gonna listen to? Patrick Beverly, an active NBA player who's on the same team <laughs> played with this guy or Woj. He, I'm gonna believe Woj. Patrick Beverly said he might be the best passer in the NBA right now. Patrick Beverly's right an idiot. Now. 
Yeah, that's full. Of, he's full I, of crap I can too. <laughs> I, I can tell this guy is good because Coop's being belligerent here, and Coop's upset. The, he, Coop's turning into a grouch because he knows he's the laughing. Clippers he's are upset. better than the Lakers still, and part of the reason is this great Serbian savior. The Serbian savior. Ben, you're, you're not even believing dosage. this crap you're selling right now. Eddie, I know. It's, obviously, it's ridiculous. No Eddie, that it's like Eddie, just dumb. Go to YouTube. You're such a in, shill. Go to YouTube. T- I challenge you to do this. Go to YouTube. Type this guy's name, and you'll probably have to cut and paste it from somewhere else. Type his name in. And watch the highlights, like a 10-minute clip of highlights from his European basketball. I don't need to see the highlights. Uh, You don't need to watch. If I watch some kid kick ass in in high school basketball, am I going to be like, man, this guy's going to be great in the Uh, NBA because he's tearing it up against high school kids. So all of these players that have come out of the EuroLeague and done pretty well in the NBA, that that, that means nothing. This guy was the MVP in the EuROLeague. So then Manu Ginobili should be in the Basketball Hall of Fame. No, because I count his NBA career. He was a backup in the NBA. Why do you count his NBA career? It's not the NBA Hall of Fame. not going to happen. He's, Come on. Coop's just trying to, again, Coop's a sourpuss here. He's upset. No, no. It's you the just cycle got of owned. negativity. You just got you owned. Get and owned. You always change the subject because you have no the response. Manu Ginobili's not a Hall of Famer. Milos you is just, not a Hall you, of Famer. Yeah, but you just pumped up other ba- basketball yeah, leagues. Exactly. And then, and then you said that that doesn't count for Manu. I don't count in my basketball Hall of Fame. Well, I don't count Russian League basketball. Well, it's not the Ben Maller basketball Hall of Fame. Yes, it is. It's my opinion. I'm paid to give my opinion. That's well, my your opinion. opinion is wrong. But yeah, you think it's wrong. It's not wrong. Very wrong. He's not a Hall of Fame. But he's trying to change it because you don't want to talk about Milos because he's so good. And you idiots, how dumb does a guy on the radio say, uh, I, this guy can't play. Watch the highlights. I'm not going to watch the highlights. He could look like Michael is. Jordan, and it wouldn't matter. Is. He's playing at some he, crap uh, uh, league. So in the Olympics against David USA, Blatt was the greatest coach okay, in the world right, in Israel so, and Turkey. Who cares? So in the Rio Olympics against NBA players on Team USA, when he lit them up, this is a problem. This Wait, is a problem. So, you're talking out of both sides of your mouth. Manu Ginobili won the I'm gold medal. I'm not talking about Manu Ginobili. Yeah, because it goes not, completely against I, what you're I, saying I, right I, now. I'm not saying this guy's a Hall of No, yourself. I am not. Yes, you, you are. are. You're an idiot. You're pumping up you're an the idiot. You're, 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 you're an idiot. He's not a Hall of Famer. You're pumping cool. up the Olympics saying yes. that this proves that Milo blah, 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 whatever his name is, <laughs> you is a great player. That's disrespectful. But then the Olympics mean nothing for Manu Ginobili. You're racist against Serbians. Screw Unreal. you. You don't like Serbia. Tadosic is his name. And Man, basketball is his game. I can't wait till the NFL season comes yeah, because uh-huh. your your NBA takes this offseason are, wonderful. are horrendous. They're great. You, again, I'm working with people that refuse to watch and do any kind of due diligence and learn about this guy and instead are going to form opinions. Due diligence? Based Look, on this is, you this, is like the, the this is the Ben Maller due diligence. When I get back from, from Vegas at the end of next week, I'm going to be like, oh, Lonzo Ball, he's probably the best point guard in the NBA because he, he tore up the summer no, league. No, that's not that's, true. That's Ben Maller due you're, diligence. You're, hold on a second. You are comparing summer league basketball to Olympic and Euro League basketball? Olympic and Euro League basketball is better than summer league. Come on. All right, anyway, so the Ben Maller Show, I'm working with idiots. Please help me. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. You dopes are getting killed here on Twitter for I'll your we are. incorrect analysis. Rob writes in, how many times does Ben have to be right before you finally agree with him? 
the uh, comment. Uh, how about the Smoke Runner? Well, says, read, ben, read, read my reply, Ben. Smoke Runner says, you're actually right. I've scouted <laughs> Milos. <laughs> yes, Coop? <laughs> right before... Right before you came back on the air, yeah, said Danny. When when he comes back, he's gonna read Rob's tweet and he's gonna read Smoke Runner's tweet because those are the only two idiots on all of Twitter That's not true. that agreed with you because That's they both want to hear their name on no, the that, live that air. That is incorrect. Uh, Smoke Runner says you're actually very right. I've scouted Milos in the last hour and his vision is out of this world, very smooth and effortless. Uh, that's from Smoke Runner, who knows his basketball. He's scouted for the Philadelphia 76ers for years. Uh, he's an expert. I lied. I'm a liar. All right. The uh, USA Today. <laughs> you see what the USA Today wrote? <laughs> Just the idea of smoke runners scouting for the 76ers while he's, he's smoking weed in his apartment building, cranking our show up so the police get called. <laughs> Oh, uh, Markel Fultz. <laughs> Drop two. <laughs> uh, uh, all right, uh, the USA Today, the uh, the newspaper with the colorful weather map that's in hotels. I don't know where the, else they have it. Uh, here's what they said about this guy, Milos. In Europe, they sometimes call point guard Milos Dezosic the magician for his wizardry and no-look passes in tight corners. A magician, they call this guy. He's the new Magic Johnson, according to the USA Today. (laughs) Oh, man. How about Jason, the big TV guy? He quoted me in Minnesota. He said, Tadosic is his name. Basketball is his game. Brother. That is absolutely correct. Uh, no, no question about it. Let's say hello to... The Fox Network has sunk <laughs> to a new low. Yes. Uh, let's go to Cliff in the middle of nowhere who's on Fox Sports Radio. Just imagine the smoke runner scouting report to the 76ers. <laughs> What's going on, Cliff? Yes. yes. Hello. What the hell are you listening to, Cliff? Hotel California, I think. <laughs> You have no idea. No, wait, stop. Why? Why'd you call the show if you're listening to music? Why? Why are you trying to win a car at the music station? Uh, I apologize. <laughs> yes. I apologize for do you that. Have, do you ever, why don't you call? I did not cuss. I did not cuss. <laughs> you are hammered. Why don't you call up the music station with oh, our show I'm playing in the hammered. background? There's no hammering. <laughs> Quick, turn it down. It's been almost 30 seconds. We're going to have to pay licensing yeah, we fees. Don't, we, don't, we don't want to get in trouble with ASCAP. This is, we got to pay every time we play music, man. Our bosses get upset about that kind of stuff. How about those Astros? Yes, how about those Astros? That's exactly what we're talking about. No, stop, yeah. baby. Stop. What? 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 <laughs> oh my God! Oh, I got. I can't. I'm done with you. <laughs> I can't deal with that. I, can't, I cannot handle it. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Go. Knock knock. Who's there? Lame week. Lame week. Who? It's Big Ben's lame joke of the week. Jokes. It's lame jokes. We couldn't afford an extra S. On such a tight budget. Now, before we get started here, I've been asked to read a disclaimer. 
And here we go. Uh, this disclaimer, the Ben Maller Show and Big Ben's Lame Jokes of the Week occasionally contains rather odd language, which some have determined is unsuitable for children. Of course, we feel that children should not be listening to a radio show at 4.30 in the morning for most people uh, on the East Coast and well, 1.30 in the West, uh, but I digress. Uh, unusual humor will transpire here, which may be unsuitable for some delicate adults, and advanced nuance is often used in these jokes, which may be inappropriate if you're lacking the funny bone. So, in other words, if you are easily offended, we love that you listen to the show, but please turn down the volume for a few minutes here, for about 20 minutes or so. We don't want you to be triggered by anything you might hear here and have a hissy fit. So, it's better for you, it's better for us, but if you have a funny bone and you can take a joke, that is what this is all about. We want to have a good time. And these are all listener-submitted jokes sent by people like yourself. And we thank you. We had a little, uh, not as many jokes this week as we've had in the past. I think it's because of the, the 4th of July holiday. Uh, but we thank those of you that did take part and send the jokes in. So batting leadoff, as always, we say hello to the jokester Sirius Sean. Sirius hey, Sean. Ben. Hey, Ben, I'm still playing this baseball game here. <laughs> yes, that is a vintage, was that 1993 or something like that? What year is that from? Maybe earlier than that. Uh, maybe from the 80s. Wow, the 80s, man. That's like the Stone yep. Age. All right, what's your joke here, Sirius Sean? All right, so since I am going to the beach this weekend, I got a fish joke for you. Um, so where do fish keep their money? Where do fish keep their money? I, I don't know. The river bank. No! Are you winning the game? Oh, <laughs> uh, I actually... Down three to zero in the first inning. The first <laughs> oh man, I hate, I hate when you give it's up. Fernando early Rodney run. pitching. Yeah, <laughs> sucks. I don't even know who these guys are. You're like the you're like the Phillies. You're down three nothing before you even get <laughs> to come up. Yeah, all right, thank you. There's a serious Sean, and here we go. It takes the brain, Eddie. A pro, well, the way this works again. I will read the joke. Eddie will bounce the joke back to me. I'll give the punchline. Danny G will then play this if it's funny. And <laughs> he'll play this if it's not funny. And, and then he'll play this if it could go either way. I was double fisting the doggies. <laughs> I had a feeling you were going to play that, you idiot. Uh, okay. Uh, and then Coop will have his offensive jokes of the week. It takes the brain approximately 90 minutes to decide, or 90 seconds, rather, 90 seconds to decide whether or not you like someone. Is that right? Yes. Unless you meet LeVar Ball, then it's immediate. <laughs> All right. Uh, according to a study, Eddie, wishing someone luck makes them do better. Oh, is that right? Yes. Of course, it doesn't work if you play quarterback for the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> oh, we're two for two. It's Big Ben's lame jokes of the week. Some 16.4 million Americans believe that chocolate milk comes from brown cows. No. Yes. They had no idea there was that many Peyton Manning fans out there. Ooh. Maybe it was my delivery. I don't know. Uh, Angels minor league affiliate held a spam eating contest in honor of the canned meat's 80th birthday. That happened this week. I've never had spam. Yeah, Bartolo Colon was not impressed. He says every day is a spam eating contest in his house. (laughs) 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 That was Mike. Thank you, Mike, for that. It's Big Ben's Lame Jokes of the Week. What you got, Coop, to bat leadoff? All right, Ben. What is the difference between feminists and hockey players? Feminists and hockey players, I, I don't know. 
Hockey players shower after three periods. I, lo- I love when Coop laughs at his own joke so hard. He's like, yeah. he's so proud of himself. Sexist. Like a peacock walking around here. Look at me. Both, uh, of, both of my awful jokes today are from Josh on Twitter. Why, why is the Army so strict about their uniforms? Uh, I don't know, Ben. Why is the Army so strict about their uniforms? To minimize casualties. Tease. No? No. Didn't like that one. All right, uh, this is like a coop joke, but I'll, I'll read it. Uh, well, that's actually not a coop joke because it's not that offensive. Uh, what do a G-string and a barbed wire fence have in common? G-string and a barbed wire fence. I don't know, but what do they have in common? They both run alongside the property line without distracting from the view. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Eddie, you heard about the latest Peyton Manning scandal in the news, right? Yeah, just, Ben it, Mallard told me about no, that. No, it just came to light that you know, Peyton had a cameo appearance in the OJ uh, TV miniseries, right? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. He played the slow white Bronco. Racist. That's from Nick in Lamar's, Iowa, the ice cream capital of the world. Uh, let's pause for the cause. Yeah, we'll pause for the cause. We'll have the big finish. Coop's got a – he told me it's such an offensive joke that he's afraid to even tell. He wants me to read the disclaimer seven times in a row Uh-oh. before he does the joke. So we'll get to that and the rest of the Big Ben lame jokes of the week. We'll do it all. We'll do it next. It's been said the Ben Maller Show is the best-kept secret in sports radio. You can help change that. Word-of-mouth advertising is the best advertising. Post about the show on social media and help keep the show growing. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. And right back to Big Ben's lame jokes. And again, the disclaimer, if you are a sensitive type of person, Big Ben's lame jokes of the week occasionally has a certain language which certainly is unsuitable for children who shouldn't be listening right now. Unusual brand of humor. And if you are someone who is sensitive as an adult, it's probably not for you. And also, if you're lacking the funny bone, it's not for you either. So if you're easily offended, we love you, but we just don't want a problem. So give it a break for a few minutes. We'll be back to the regularly... Scheduled gas baggery in a few minutes. Back to Big Ben's lame jokes of the week and where to go to next. Well, what's the difference between Amelia Earhart's final flight and passengers flying on United Airlines? Uh, I don't know, Ben. What's the difference? She survived. <laughs> it's uh, Kurt from Earth who sent that one in. They say now spelling, smelling your food can lead to weight gain, according to a new study. Is that right? Yes. Clearly, they have not seen Brandon Ingram. You got to do like the smell test, and you got to do like look for a little goo. Did you hear that Donald Trump has a new plan to send money to poor countries? I did not hear about that. It's being called Orange Aid. Right, from Jeff, thank you for that. A battery and a firework were arrested last night. Oh, really? That's interesting. Yeah, one was charged, the other was let off. <laughs> <laughs> From the Josh, Josh the jokester. All right, what do you got, Coop Loop? What kind of punch can take out 20 kids and six adults? Uh, what do you call a barber? That agrees with everything you say. I don't know, Ben. What do you call that? 
A ball washing clipper. <laughs> All right. Did you hear that LeVar Ball had some advice to, for Venus Williams? I did not hear that. Yeah, he said, stay in your lane. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the delayed reaction from the coop. <laughs> oh, that's not right, that's Josh. That's great. Who came up with that Josh one? Josh the Jokester came up with that yes. one. This guy, Josh, is really good. He sends them every week. He's got some good ones. Uh, well, hamburger helper sales have declined 40% in the last year, Eddie. Oh, really? Why is that? Experts are blaming Andy Reid's diet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, let's just do the closer. Here we go. Here's the closer. Uh, Bartolo Colon. Yeah. You can't go wrong with a Bartolo no, Colon. it's already good. Bartolo Colon says he's still undecided on his next team, Eddie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Colon said the Mets are interested in but he's holding out hope to get a call from Arby's. There it is! Yeah! Big Ben's lame jokes of the week. And thanks to all you guys who sent them in there. We appreciate it. The loyal minions and the email address, if you're listening on our podcast, the 22nd podcast, it's uh, benmallershow at gmail. Submit your joke, if you can, by early Thursday afternoon. We have the meats. You don't have to wait till the last minute. Like I, I, Some guys send their jokes in during the week, and, and I just compile them uh, on Thursday. So that's how that works, and we thank you all again for your participation. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. From Tinseltown and Justin Cooper. All right, Ben. Loaded weekend and upcoming week in the world of entertainment. Now, as is a tradition on Coop Scoop on Entertainment, I'm going to do a quick reflection on, on some things that I may have briefly mentioned or already watched. Uh, I mentioned the new Netflix original movie, Okja, uh, a couple weeks ago. It's uh, from a South Korean filmmaker, and it's, it's basically one of those... Uh, I guess anti-animal abuse movies, but it's actually really well done. I watched that. And it's on it's, Netflix. Is this? Yes. Oh, is that the one that's turning people uh, like vegan? Yes. Oh, I don't want to watch that. Yes, it's. I like meat. Oh, I mean, so do I. Like, look, it was sad, and it, you know, it, it definitely was. You know, it, it hit home, but yeah. I love meat. I'm not going to stop eating meat. Oh, You're like, but then I went to Wendy's. And yeah, I was done watching <laughs> exactly. A triple that's, cheeseburger, yeah, and I was good to go. Triple bacon cheeseburger. I, did you see? Remember Prince Fielder when he he read a book and he stopped he stopped eating meat for a while. The that's ridiculous. Player. Look, I mean, I've seen those those horrible videos that people share on Facebook with the you know deformed chickens and yeah. the pigs that don't have any room yeah. to move yeah, in their yeah, cage. Yeah, it's, it's it's awful stuff. But, but they still taste good. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right. Um. In theaters, uh, I, this this Fourth uh, of July, I, I actually went and saw the movie called Baby Driver, and it is being critically acclaimed. Uh oh, that means I won't like it. it. It's actually really good. I think you would like it, Ben. Yeah. Uh, it's got John Hamm in it. Um, it's got uh, Jamie Fox. Oh, okay. Yes, it's 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 good stuff. Kevin it's, Spacey. Yes, Kevin yeah. Spacey, uh, one of my you, favorites. You would like it, Ben. It's really well made. What's the story about? It's it's kind of like a heist. Movie, oh, okay. but it's about the 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 dr- the getaway driver who's so is who's there a good plot twist? A young in kid, it? um, no, you know it's just it's a fun oh, okay. you know All kind right. of comedy movie, uh, and then also I briefly mentioned Snowfall on FX. It's about the birth of crack in L.A. in the in the nineteen eighties. 
riveting first episode. I suggest you catch up on that and watch it every week. It was great. I lived it, Coop. I don't need to watch it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Did, did you? <laughs> yes. yes. Ralph Irvin over there with his hood card. Uh, that's right, man. Okay. <laughs> Back in the crack days. Now, <laughs> premiering, uh, premiering today actually on Netflix, Friday, July 7th, is uh, you video video gamers out there, you might recognize this. It's a new animated fantasy series, Castlevania, based on the 30-year-old video game franchise. It is an R-rated animated yeah, series. Yeah, that's so right. If you were ever a fan of that, check Bring that out. Bring it on. Then on Saturday, July 8th, on HBO at 10 p.m., it's a mockumentary, which I don't know how you feel about those, Ben, yeah. but it's a tour de pharmacy. Now, this is kind of in the same vein. I don't know if you remember Seven Days in Hell. It was uh, Andy Samberg and uh, the guy from Game of Thrones who plays Jon Snow. They were doing like a tennis match kind of mockumentary thing. This is another thing. It's obviously about the world of professional cycling, and it's got a lot of famous people making cameos. It's got John Cena, Orlando Bloom, Will Forte, Maya Rudolph, and even Lance Armstrong making fun of himself. Screw him. Yeah, so that should be good. He's a heathen. Um, on Sunday, HBO at 9 p.m., The Defiant Ones. Uh, Danny G, you'll, you'll want to watch this. It's a four-part documentary, and it chronicles the musical careers of Dr. Dre and Jimmy Iovine. So, nice. Yeah, yeah, I haven't seen the billboards all around L.A. for that. Yes, uh, that starts on Sunday, and it will air the four episodes nightly until it's over on Wednesday, every night at 9 p.m. I guess Eddie's got nothing to add here. Are you not interested in this, Eddie? Or, uh, uh, isn't the Spider-Man movie opening this weekend, Coop? Yeah. Yes, it is. And I have... Man, I want to f- mention that. I have, a f- <laughs> I have a friend that already went and saw it, of course, and they think it's the second best Spider-Man movie next to uh, the the number two with Tobey Maguire. Did you see uh, Amber Rose said that crotch uh, shot was Photoshop? Oh, you mean Black China? Yeah, she said it was all... Uh, it was all uh, yeah, her whole big uh, beef with her baby's daddy, yeah, Rob Kardashian. That's that's some of the most entertaining stuff that you'll find out there. Actually. Oh, just reading the comments on Instagram and Twitter. Should have heard uh, Coop and uh, Bobby G in here yesterday reading all the comments from all the uh, TMZ viewers. Were they doing that when they were supposed to be working on the podcast? Is that what? <laughs> Is that what was going on? I just you know. All right, uh, let's uh, let's get to that. We'll get from from that, and I guess Spider Man's gonna do a hundred million. They say hundred million easy this weekend. Easily, right. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury: the premiere of the all new twenty twenty five Infinity QX eighty live March twentieth from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all new twenty twenty five Infinity QX eighty is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. There's plenty to celebrate in March. And ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. 
take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. With another election, ongoing wars, and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. And we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with five good things a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app.